ओम नमो भगवते श्री अरुणाचल रमनाय इन दिस सेकंड वीडियो इन दिस सीरीज देयर आर इट्स नॉट जस्ट वन क्वेश्चन इट्स वाज अ सीरीज ऑफ फोर क्वेश्चंस ऑल आस्क्ड इन द सेम कमेंट इन ऑन ऑन यूट्यूब सो द the four i'll first read the four questions and then um answer them one by one uh one can the world and all phenomena appear if we don't rise as ego two if we don't rise as ego would this body exist three the fact that the body is appearing does that mean there is ego four can we ever be free of ego identification while there is a body and world appearing okay um the, these questions actually all are um that is the person who is asking this question is obviously familiar with bhagavan's teaching but he he or she seems to be seeking confirmation of uh, their understanding of what bhagavan has taught us so um the answer to each of these questions is yes that is can the world and all phenomena appear if we don't rise ego sorry <laughs> the answer to this is no um but that is what the person is assuming is correct yes but the the world and all phenomena appear in whose view only in the view of ourselves as ego in waking and dream we rise and stand as ego consequently we are aware of phenomena in sleep we don't rise as ego and consequently we are not aware of any phenomena we are not aware of anything other than our own existence i am in sleep so what is aware of all phenomena or the entire world is only ourselves as ego in other words it's only in the view of ourselves as ego but phenomena seem to exist but the world seems to exist um the world simply means the totality of all phenomena and phenomena of course means not only the physical phenomena that constitute the external world but also the mental phenomena that constitute the internal world all these exist only in the view of our self as ego or they seem to exist in the view of our self as ego they have no independent existence it's like um when we uh, when we dream we the dreamer experience a dream world that dream world and dream body has no existence independent no existence whatsoever independent of our perception of it that is it's only in our dreaming mind that this dream world seems to exist so the dream world in- depends entirely upon the existence of ourselves as the dreamer as the dreamer we always take ourselves to be a body in the dream world that we take though we are the one who has projected the dream we are not aware of ourselves as the projector or the creator of the dream we are aware of ourselves as a small creature within that vast a seemingly vast dream world um likewise in this waking state in this waking state though as bhagavan said all this is just a mental fabrication a mental creation a mental projection we don't experience ourselves as the creator of all these things because 
as ego, we always identify ourselves with one of the objects of our creation, one of the phenomena of our creation, namely a particular body. And it's only through, from the perspective of this body, that we see the world. But actually this body and world are nothing but our a mental fabrication. It's a creation of our own mind. So when we don't rise as ego, no world can exist because the world seems to exist only in the view of ourself as ego. Um, so that's the first of the questions. The second of the questions is very similar. If we don't rise as ego, would this body exist? Um, since this body is part of the world, since this body is a phenomenon, uh, or a set of phenomena, uh, the, the answer to the first question applies equally to this. No, the body would not exist, um, uh, or would not even seem to exist, if we didn't rise as ego. That is, the body and world and everything exists only in the view of ourself as ego. In this connection, it's very useful to understand what Bhagavan says in, um, in verse 4 of Uludunapadu. What he says there is, if one's self is a form, the world and God will be likewise. If one's self is not a form, who can see their forms and how? That is, when we rise as ego, we always identify ourselves as a form, namely a form composed of five sheaths that we call body. The five sheaths that constitute the body we take ourselves to be are the physical form of the body, the life or prana that animates the body, and the mind, intellect and will that function within the body. All these are collectively experienced by ourself as I, as, as, our, as if they were ourself, as if they were I. Um, so it's only when we experience a body, a form of a body as ourself, but we are consequently aware of other forms. So what Bhagavan says in, um, in verse uh, 4 of Uludhanapadu, I mean Bhagavan answers this question in so many of the verses of Uludhanapadu, but the first clear answer is, can be found in verse 4 of Uludhanapadu, because it's only when we rise as ego that we identify a body as I. And only when we identify a body as I, but we are consequently aware of the existence of the semi-existence of other forms. In dream, we always identify a dream body as I, and consequently we see a, way, a dream world. In waking, we identify a dream body, uh, that is a waking, what seems to be a waking body, but which is actually just another dream body as I, and consequently we are aware of this world of this present state that we call waking. Um, one thing about waking and dream, whenever we are dreaming, we always seem to be awake. So whatever world we are currently experiencing always seems to us to be the weak, waking world. It's only when we leave a dream and come to, when we wake up from a dream, but we recognize that the dream, the, the, the world and everything we saw in the previous state was just a dream. While we were actually dreaming, it seemed to be real. It seemed to be our waking state. Um, and then the third question is more or less the same. The fact that the body is appearing, does that mean there is ego? Yes. So long as we are aware of any phenomenon of any kind whatsoever, 
songs we're aware of the body or the world or any phenomena, thoughts or feelings or emotions or whatever, what is aware of all those things is ourself as ego. So the very fact that we're aware of any phenomenon means that we who are aware of that phenomenon are what now seem to be ego. Um, and the fourth question is, uh, can we ever be free of ego identification while there is a body and world appearing? No, we cannot. Um, but one point requi uh, requires clarification here. The question is, can we ever be free of ego identification? What is meant by ego identification? This needs some clarification. Ego identification is actually not an appropriate term to use because we don't identify with ego. It's only as ego that we identify with other things. So as ego, we identify this body and mind as ourself. Um, but um, uh, we, we, if we say we are identifying ourselves as ego, then there's a, we're creating another I that is identifying itself as ego. That, is, that just leads to confusion. That is, when we identify ourselves with anything other than ourselves, anything other than what we actually are, we who identify ourselves as such are ego. So, it, it, we're not identifying with ego. Ego is what identifies it, itself as, as if it were other things, what mistakes itself to be other things. And only when we rise as ego and consequently identify ourselves with a body consisting of five sheaves, that is body, life, mind, intellect and will, only then are we aware of, a body, of, of the body and world. So we... Though this body is an object known by us, so long as we know it, it seems to be ourself. Um, uh, if we um, if we have a out of the body experience or an after death, uh, near death experience or something in which we see ourselves as if we are outside the body, yes, then the body is an object. But we who are experiencing ourselves as outside that body are still viewing that body from a particular location in space. So we, there, the, we still identify ourselves with a, a physical body, physical in the sense that it has, a, it has a location in physical space, but it is a subtle physical body. It is not, it doesn't, it can't be, um, it's not visible or tangible, but still we, we have a subtle form there and only then we can say, I am viewing my body from outside my body. So all these sort of experiences, they're all possible, but they're of no significance because it's just different types of experience. But in whatever we are experiencing, we're always identifying a body as I. In the case of an out-of-the-body experience, uh, the body we take to be ourselves may not be physical, it may not be tangible, but we still have a body because without a, without a body of some sort, we couldn't have a location in physical space. So, so long as we're seeing a world, we're seeing from some particular location within that world. Uh, we can't see the world from outside the world. So the fact that we have a location means we have a, a physical form, though it may not be visible or tangible or whatever. 
it is a subtle physical form that we are identifying as I. So whenever we are aware of the existence of any phenomena, or any phenomenon of any kind whatsoever, whether the, the body or the world or thoughts, feelings, emotions, likes, dislikes, anything, we who are aware of those things are ego. When we don't rise as ego, we consequently don't experience ourselves as a body and consequently we are not aware of anything other than ourself, anything other than our own being. That is why when we're asleep, we are not aware of, we're not aware of anything, but we are still aware I am. That is, our, our own existence continues to shine clearly as I am in the absence of ourself as ego and consequently in the absence of all phenomena. So ego and phenomena rise together and uh, subside together. That is, they appear together and disappear together. But though they appear and disappear together, it is only by the mind or ego that the world appears. As Bhagavan says in verse 7 of Uludunapadu, there he talks about two things, Uludu, sorry, Uluhu and Aribu. Uluhu means world, Aribu means awareness. But the awareness he's talking about there is not the real awareness that we actually are, it's the awareness that knows the world, the awareness that rises and subsides. That awareness is what is otherwise called mind or ego. So in that verse he says, though the world and awareness rise and, and appear and disappear simultaneously, or rise and subside simultaneously, uh, it is only by the world that the mind shines. That is, that what he means by saying that is, this world appears only in the view of ego. Ego is, a, is not the pure awareness that we actually are, but it's a form of awareness. It is what is called chidabhasa. Chidabhasa means a semblance of awareness, or it can also mean a reflection of awareness. It's like it, it's a reflected image. Like, like if you see your, your face in a mirror, you're not actually seeing your face, you're seeing a, a likeness of your face, a semblance. That's what a basa means. So a basa means, the primary meaning of a basa, of chitabasa, is a semblance of awareness. So the, um, the semblance of awareness is called, what is called mind or ego, and it's only in the view of this awareness but the world seems to exist. So that's what Bhagavan means by saying it is only by awareness that the mind shines. In other words, it's only by ego or, or, or mind that the world shines. The world appears only in the view of ego. And then he goes on to say that which, um, that which uh, uh, exists as the, as, the, as the base, as the support for the appearing that, that which, sorry, that which exists without appearing and disappearing at the base for the appearing and disappearing of the world and awareness, that is poral, that is the, the, the real substance, that is what actually exists, that is the purna, that is purnam poral, that, that is the, 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 the substance that is the infinite whole. So, as I say, the awareness he's talking about there, the awareness that appears and disappears, that's not the real awareness that we actually are. The real awareness that we actually are is what he refers to in that verse as poral, as the real substance. 
but the, the awareness that rises and subsides, and in whose view the world exists, that is ego or mind. Um, so I hope this adequately answers and clarifies those questions. Uh, Namo Ramanaya.